Welcome to episode 160 of Podcateers. This week we give our thoughts on Spider-Man Homecoming possibly becoming the first billion dollar Spider-Man film and whether Peter Parker appeared in Iron Man 2. Javier tells us about the dangers of riding swings and amongst other things we give our thoughts on a petition created to save the redhead on Pirates of the Caribbean. A couple of quick updates regarding things that we talk about in this episode. One is that while recording, Team Boat Willie had just peaked over the $700 mark in our fundraising efforts for Chalk, and just a few days later, we officially made it past $1,000. A huge thanks to everyone on the team helping raise funds, and of course, a big thank you to all of you that have donated and helped us reach that goal. So what does that mean? Well, we're aiming for 1500 now, <laughs> so if you can help us spread the word or maybe donate a few bucks to any member of Team Boat Willie, it would be super helpful as we try to reach that next milestone. For more information, just head over to podcateers.com and click on the Team Boat Willie link at the top of the page. Also, uh, I was finally in a position to purchase D23 tickets this week, and unfortunately, Saturday is sold out. I will be there on Friday and on Sunday, so I hope to see some of you there. If you see me, just come over, say hello. Uh, Saturday evening, I will be in the Anaheim area because I will be attending the Foolish Mortals documentary release screening, which we will be talking about in an upcoming episode. Remember, on the social networks, you can find us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Just search for Podcateers. We would love it if you take a moment just to follow, like, and subscribe to us. As always, this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents, so a huge shout-out goes out to all of them for their additional support via Patreon. If you would like to join them and become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 per month, or even with a one-time contribution just by heading over to patreon.com slash podcateers, or by going to podcateers.com and clicking on the Patreon logo for more info. And if you shop on Amazon, a super simple way to also give us a hand is by clicking through podcateers.com slash Amazon before your next purchase. This isn't going to cost you anything extra, but we do get a small commission from Amazon as a thank you because you went through our link. And to everyone taking the time to click through, thank you. You rock. Uh, by the way, this episode was recorded super late, and I'm kind of surprised we were awake as we were. So, uh, we hope you enjoy it. This is episode 160 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers don't understand you were just messaging us a while ago okay like you just sent us a message okay this was not an hour ago how did your phone shatter uh it fell that's usually how that happens <laughs> okay we went to uh castle park and there's this ride that you sit on it's like a swing and it spins in circles. Never good for me because I get uh, like motion sickness. But I didn't care. I've never been on a ride like this before. I've always wanted to. 
I know there's one in uh, California Adventure. You know what I'm talking about? I do. What's it called? Silly Symphony Swings. Okay. Okay. Just like that, okay. but better. <laughs> I think we have different definitions of better. <laughs> yeah, define better. Okay. This is what's better about it. I've never been on the Silly Symphony one, okay? Never, okay? But So you guys tell me if it's better or not. I can already it, tell you yes. The okay. answer is yes. I didn't even know that place existed <laughs> until you said the name right now. Uh-huh. And I can already tell you yeah. the one at California Adventure. Yeah. Yes, it is better. <laughs> okay, look. Not only are we up in the air, like a million feet so like a swing, swing does? does like, that? Yeah. Get out. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Then it starts spinning, okay? No. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're like branching out like crazy, okay. right? Okay. Okay. Then, here's the kicker. It has some sort of hydraulics where it your seat reclines backwards. And no, that's your weight. No, no, no. I'm telling you. And then it reclines forward. But like it, it, you can feel the the like the robotics of it. It's going. Pretty sure it's you slipping back and forth on the swing. <laughs> okay, hear me out. By the way, I barely fit in this thing. You have to buckle up, right? Like over your chest. Uh, I I couldn't breathe. Anyway, when it it reclined backwards, my phone. I could feel my phone slide right through my shorts or my short pocket, even though these beautiful muscular thighs that I have mm-hmm. didn't hold it in place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It slid out and shot out because we're, you know, we're spinning, mm-hmm. you know, like 20 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Dropped from maybe 50 feet up high, if not higher, onto walking people. Onto the pavement. Okay. Then it slid like 20 feet to the next right over, and it waited for me to pick it up. Well, that was considerate of it. <laughs> I mean, it could have just walked away and dusted itself off. It is a smartphone. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's, well, good for yeah. your phone for yeah. knowing to do the right thing and wait for you. That's what I was saying, okay? So I'm freaking out. I grabbed the phone completely shattered, okay? Let me see it. You want to see it? Let me see it. Be careful. I did bring it. Don't cut yourself. Oh, dude. Oh, wow. There's chunks missing. Yeah. I can see the insides of your phone, Javier. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, this is horrible. You know what I should do? So one. Go ahead. One. Go ahead. Seriously, no case? No case. Okay, well... If it's, there was a case look, on there, it was it's better looking without it. Yeah, guess what? My phone has yeah. fallen numerous times. Yeah, once from the top of the house, uh-huh. and it survived because nice. it had a case on there. Nice. And I've dropped it several other times. Yeah. And guess what? It has also slid. And look, my phone is still intact. What is this magical thing? An eight dollar case from Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. That's right. <laughs> So do you have insurance on your phone? Ah, uh, God, I hope so. Oh, man. Yeah. You don't know I'm if you not... have insurance on look, your phone? Look, I just pay the bill, bro. I don't know. I don't I don't look at it. Automatic transactions. What's it like to be you? 
Okay, so look. Not first, great, bro. Look at this. You know what I should do with, with my phone? What if not I put touch a, it anymore? What if I put a spider on it? And just like the mansion. Mm. You know what? Great idea. I like it. it. That's going to fix it. <laughs> I like it. So as everybody rides on by your phone, right? they will see the spider. Exactly. And not what's behind it. Correct. You know what? Great idea. Thanks. Here's, here's a little plastic spider ring. Just cut off the <laughs> ring part. Just put the little spider part on there. We should totally do it and take a picture. <laughs> it does look like a spider web. So I think it would work. No, it, it doesn't. It won't be noticeable. It totally doesn't. It looks like a shattered phone. <laughs> so in the last two weeks, we've learned that, one, uh-huh. you don't know how to use technology to figure out if you're blocked out of somewhere. Correct, correct. You break cars. Uh, multiple times. And you break phones. Yes. Is there anything you can't do, Javier? You want to step away from that microphone? Like, I just... <laughs> dance. I don't know how to dance. Mm. Yeah. I, I bet I you do. Sing. I wish I could sing. You know how to sing. Mm, thanks, bud. You've sung on this podcast before. <laughs> but do I know how? Oh, the, mm-hmm. the sultry sounds of... At Javi Picks. <laughs> Look, man. Can you, you guys want to be on my album? No. No. Come on. You guys can be like my backup singers. No. No. I don't even want to be a thank you on your cover sheet. Like I just. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. What's that? I will download your album. Yes. The end. It'll be for charity. It'll be for charity. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry you broke your phone, man. So am I. You know, before I actually started clothing my phone with these ridiculous cases. Yes. Which looks like a brick. It does. And, you know, I I was always kind of of the school that you are. You know, you Mm -hmm. pay money for a piece of technology that's supposed to look really nice. And they Mm -hmm. put a lot of thought into what the phone looks like. Right. Uh, So leave it alone. Right. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be made from glass that's not supposed to shatter gorilla glass or something uh well you know it doesn't work from 50 feet (laughs) at 200 miles an hour (laughs) uh but Uh there is something to be said for you know accidental drops and especially when you have kids and they play with your phone sometimes Mm -hmm. uh i do have the tempered glass on it Right. And the tempered glass has broken when things have hit my phone before. Mm. And, and that could have been the actual glass on your phone then. Yeah. So, like, I have one on there that already cracked again because it got hit I up against it. something. Yeah, I see that. But I can just peel off the tempered glass, put a brand new one on, mm. and my screen is okay. Now, right. I think had you had a tempered glass on there, <laughs> that would have absorbed the shock and it would have broken that versus your actual mm. phone. Right. So, if you've learned anything... From this experience, Javier. Yes. What have you learned? Uh, don't ride that ride again because it makes me motion sickness. That's it. Yeah, I get, I get sick, and that's from all the spinning. But I'm bum, Javier. <laughs> you see why the one at California Adventure is better? <laughs> Your phone would not have gone flying. You don't think so? Nope. Okay. It's just a comfortable swing. Ah, like a carousel. Listen to nice music in the background. Feel the breeze in your face. (laughs) Mario? You're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. Oh, I beg to differ. (laughs) So many things wrong with everything you've just said. I don't even know if I want to touch on them. Uh Uh-huh. 
think we should probably just move on. Probably it's a good idea. Yeah. 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 So, Hazen. Yeah. <laughs> What's on the docket? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing? Nope. All right. I didn't think so. You know what? Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but uh, I did want to bring this up because I haven't seen them post these and I was pretty excited because they recently did the music of Pixar Live, a symphony of characters. It was one of the Disney Parks live streams, and it was live from Disney's Hollywood Studios. It was about an hour long, and it was a really great set of songs. It's very similar to what you've seen at the Hollywood Bowl, Mario, where they're playing the, the film in the background. Oh, and very cool. playing the music in front of it. So people that have seen this type of Pixar show at the Hollywood Bowl and a couple of other places here in L.A. know exactly what I'm talking about. But they had songs from Finding Nemo, from Finding Dory, The Incredibles, Cars, uh, Up, Toy Story. Uh, and uh, they had some appearances, you know, from characters, which was also pretty cool. Hmm. Nice. Uh, and not only was did they Maui live Maui there, it, the cartoon toy character? Maui was not there. Dude, I saw a new picture of Maui, uh-huh. and he it just looks strange. Like, he's at a different angle, and he just looks like thick stack dude like he's about to look at you and be like what do you bench really? what problem yeah he looks crazy weird from he's the... gonna be like i want to pump you up something like that like i saw a three-quarter view of him uh-huh and his head is like so far down in between his shoulders close to his like <laughs> chest it looks a little strange uh i'll try to find it and i'll post it uh it was like scrolling through something and i happened to see it uh okay. but if i find it i'll post it uh, but yeah, so the live stream happened, and I was pretty psyched to see that they ended up leaving the live stream up. Oh, it's still on. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put a link in the blog post for this episode. So just go ahead and check it out at, over at podcateers.com slash 160. Just scroll down. You'll be able to watch the entire hour and listen to all the songs from Pixar. I loved it. I'm glad that they left it up, and I don't know how long it's going to stay up. So hurry. Yeah, so if you get a chance to listen to it as soon as you can, I would say do it. Uh, Also, Watch it it be gone by Wednesday. Oh, that would be sad. (laughs) Video no longer available. (laughs) Podcateers shared it. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, I've had a couple of questions, and I will tell you right now, I don't know if things are going to change by the day that this episode launches, but as of recording this episode, still not going to D23. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm really bummed out about it because now we are a week away Uh basically and still no positive and uh still no positive change maybe you need a petition and maybe and uh i i'm trying i'm still i'm optimistic Mm -hmm. that i will be able to go right right but there are several factors that i've had to figure out what i'm gonna do including child care for Mm. friday And um, if I can't figure it out, then uh, I'm hoping that I can at least go maybe one day mm. from the weekend. Right. But that would mean that I'm going to miss the Disney Legend ceremony. And that's, that's a Friday. That one's on Friday. Right. And that was kind of like my priority. Do you, uh, do you want me to watch the, the babies? No. <laughs> no way. Do you want Mario to watch the babies? No. <laughs> no. Even I knew the answer to that one. Come on. Uh, So, yeah. So, I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to go. And if I do end up going, you know, obviously I'll post it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. 
uh, probably both the Podcateers one and my personal one in case anybody's there, wants to meet up, say hello or something, or stand in line and pass the time if there you know, you go. we're going to see the same panel or something. Right. Uh, but yeah, so far, still not looking good. Okay. And like I said, hopefully by the time that this episode releases, that will have changed. Mm. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> exactly what i wanted to hear from you <laughs> i was really hoping for ah oh, dude let me buy your ticket <laughs> but you know what congratulations just works just as yeah well. you know what uh you going somewhere and having a good time without uh, me or uh-huh. buying a new phone i'm gonna go with the phone see you wouldn't benefit from that no i think you'd benefit more from getting me into d23 mm, for the for the pocket team that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And not even for the podcast team, just because you love me. Because <laughs> I'd also like to know if you wouldn't have had to have bought a new phone if you weren't dumb. You just. <laughs> yeah. Had you gone to California uh-huh. Adventure uh-huh. instead of Pinecone Park or whatever Pinecone it's called, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you wouldn't have broken your phone. <laughs> you know what? That makes me wonder. See? Uh, California Adventure, Silly Symphony mm. Swings, does not break phones. <laughs> it's actually in the tagline. Does it say? It actually says that. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Uh, also, I wanted to give a quick update on Team Boat Willie. I just want to say thank you to everybody for all of their support because just like last week, we continue to be blown away by everybody's generosity. I mean, did you guys expect this much support? Uh, not at all i didn't either zero like we're we're not kidding guys like when we first discussed this we're like you know what if we can just raise like our three we'll be okay right so far as of this week we have 13 13 okay and that's a as we're recording this episode i don't know if by the time it launches we'll have any more people that sign up to be a part of the team Uh, i hope we do (laughs) how about you leave the team (laughs) But we That's have too 13. many people already. <laughs> we have 13 total fundraisers. Nice. And remember, we raised our goal to a thousand. Right. We are currently at seven hundred and forty three dollars. Nice. Man. I know. Rockstar. Totally blown away. So I'm super happy that so many people have jumped on the bandwagon and they're starting to bandwagon. post on there. Sounds like a bad thing. It's a good thing for us because we've never done anything like this. True that. You like hearing yourself talk sometimes. Don't you? <laughs> you guys just let me talk. Dude. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> Take that mic. Away. I'm going to shut off his mic again. <laughs> you know, 13 people sounds like a lot to you, but there are chalk walk teams that yeah. are in the hundreds. Whoa. Yeah. And I think the Disneyland annual pass holders team actually has several thousand. <laughs> yeah. But not all of them walk in that name. Like they sign up because. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just want to be a part of the team, and but they'll just donate. That's cool. But, yeah, man, 13 people so far, and we are still over a month away to the Chalk Walk. I so love it. Not only do I think that we're going to surpass our $1,000 mm-hmm. goal, whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm whoa, really hoping that we – Stop there. I, I do no, think no, no, we're okay. going to go over it. Uh, but I think we're going to have an amazing presence at the Chalk Walk. Thanks to everybody that's signing up. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm just going to send a quick shout out to everybody on our list here, including I'm going to start with some of our newer signups. So sure. our, our buddy Jesse just recently signed up to be a no part way. of the Chalk Walk. 
Sarah and right. her friend Lisa nice. and her friend Callie. No way. Uh, our friends Melissa and Jill are a part of the team. Cool. Uh, our buddy David is on the team. David. Uh, another one of our fairy godparents and friend Ashley is also on the team. Uh, and then there's Javier. Uh, <laughs> and then our friend Angela, also known as Dislights, is a part of the team. And our other friend Angela, we got two Angelas on the team. Oh, nice. Uh, our other friend Angela, Angela, also part of the team. And then we got Mario. Who? Uh, this guy right here. The one wearing the Team Boat Willie shirt today. The only one wearing the Team Boat Willie shirt. Hey, I got a Podketeer Starbucks shirt on, okay? Is that a Team Boat Willie shirt, though? But it's a, it's a Podketeer shirt. You didn't answer my question. It's a Podketeer shirt. You know what? You see how he works around that? Yeah. It's like you. I'm shirtless. Are you? <laughs> yeah, it's the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Put your shirt back on. <laughs> so, yeah, again, thank you guys, everybody, for the awesome support. Uh, keep reposting. Keep helping us reach that uh, goal. Uh, you know, as we get closer to the Chalk Walk and actually get past it, uh, we're going to launch our next fundraiser page, which will be for City of Hope. Uh, some of you guys already know that I actually work for City of Hope, so just for the sake of transparency. <laughs> All right. But because we've had friends and family that have been affected by cancer mm -hmm. uh, we decided to also set up a fundraiser page uh, with them and i think it's going to be a little bit different this one's not going to be like a team fundraiser where we each individually have pages okay. and we individually do it all right it's just going to be one main page that we all just donate to got it okay. so it'll be a little bit different but once that's available we'll go ahead and we'll post it as well uh, but it, it'll probably be closer to uh, the chalk walk so that they don't, you know, cross stream. So, uh, so yeah, uh, blown away, waiting to see how many more people are going to join. And, man, I'm excited. It's going to be an awesome group. Maybe after we do the chalk walk, maybe we can all hang out and go have breakfast or something. That sounds good. I'm telling you, it's still, like, unreal. Like you said, I mean, when we were just in the planning stages of this thing, we were just writing this down. We were calculating the math. You know, it's like, how much do we need to make? 240 something dollars let's make it 250 no that's too greedy and here we are at 700 dollars. i know and it's not even done yet uh, we thought it was going to be the three of us and by the three of us i mean the two of you mm -hmm. and there's 13 people <laughs> yeah i think that's the most mind-blowing part is are you sure mario's part of this <laughs> Can you, is there a way to double check i did double check and mario is a part of it Wow. Got his name and everything. Really? Everything. He's not just wearing the shirt. I even put a picture so you know it was me. I don't I know there's a lot of Marios out there. No, I can't tell that's you, though. I see a Pocketeer's hat. That is exclusive to the three of us, genius. Uh, you you <laughs> could have grabbed... Well, uh, it's kind of not. <gasps> what? Other people have this hat? I'm kidding. I just wanted to say it to flip out Mario. Oh, yeah. Other people have this hat, bro. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Like 12 other people have the hat. <laughs> Way to play along. <laughs> I got but offended. They, but, but they will. It is going to be available sure, eventually. Awesome. I mean, it is something that we're going to work on having available because, like I mentioned last week, there are people that want one. Mm -hmm. uh, I just haven't been able to find a good pricing level mm. where you know people would want to buy one. Mm. So, all right. Anyway. There's this whole buzz over this new movie that's out. So, what new movie? Did you guys get a chance to see Spider-Man this weekend? No. I mean, technically, the weekend is like now, right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, I guess if the movie just recently mm-hmm. released, there's only there's there's been less than 24 hours with the movie released. True, true. So you didn't watch it? No. Yeah, I don't want you to break it, so don't go watch it yet. <laughs> what do you guys uh, think the numbers are going to be for this film? Um, let me think. Quick and let's here. and let's take into consideration. Do we have historical numbers for the previous Spider-Mans? I uh, think the first Spider-Man like broke records, didn't it? Like. 300 something million hold on let me check on my phone yeah (laughs) you do that (laughs) (laughs) all right let's see so according to the google Mm -hmm. in 2002 the original Mm spider-man what was his name toby mcguire toby mcguire Mm -hmm. okay it's still his name by the way (laughs) brought in best spider-man by the way what brought in yeah well I bet there's a so there's a, already a lot of people saying that Tom Holland kind of holds that title now. I don't know. I'll get on board with that, and I haven't seen the movie yet. I don't know. This this Spider Man looks like cartoon. And yet, there's so many people saying that it's mm-hmm. the best Spider Man yet. We'll see. So it looks like the original Spider Man, back in 2002, brought in 821.7 million dollars. I was way off. And that's only on Friday. I don't know about that. No, I so think this that's, is, that's overall. Cumulative. Yeah, that's the original one. <laughs> the one with Tobey Maguire. Two thousand two. Yeah, that's the one with Tobey Maguire. Not bad. And Spider Man Two's box office was seven hundred and nine million. What? That's so weird. Yeah, and then let's see what number three was. Oh, that one must have gotten way less. Believe it or not, Spider Man Three. Eight hundred and ninety point nine million. Wow, a little shocked. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and so that was the one in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. So what came after that one? I want to say Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man was mm-hmm. next. Okay. I want to say two thousand twelve, maybe. Okay, so Amazing Spider-Man box office. You want to take a guess at this one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Two hundred and eighty-five million dollars. Mario. Sixty million. Seven hundred and fifty-seven point nine million. So close. Okay, so it almost equaled part two, but ten years later. So that's so technically less. Way less. Homecoming so far looks like it's about to pass the hundred million in one uh, day. On in one day. So I don't know what the budget was for uh, Homecoming. One seventy-five, I think. One seventy-five, but it looks like this one. Uh, overall may end up just beating all the other Spider-Mans. Oh, I'm sure. Quickly, what did uh, Civil War make? Civil War? Because I think that would be a much more accurate... Comparison? Thank you. How do you figure? Because it's much more recent. Okay. And it had Spider-Man. That's kind of difficult, though, because a lot of Disney and Marvel and stuff, like films, Mm -hmm. are joining that, like, billion-dollar club. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a fair. Civil War brought in one point one three two billion. Yeah, Spider Man's not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Spider Man's gonna get up close to uh like the seven or eight, that mm. eight hundred mark that the first one made, which you know, over fifteen years ago is still considerably less money, you mm-hmm. know, due to inflation and everything, but. Uh, who knows, considering the reviews that are coming out of this Spider-Man so far, 
this may be the first billion dollar Spider-Man movie. I was gonna say, overall. I honestly think it's gonna do better than the Amazing Spider-Man if the Amazing Spider-Man technically didn't do that well. Yeah, with just under eight hundred million. So I'm, I think you're right. I think it's gonna hit a billion. I believe it. It's just Spider-Man's just he's a tough character to tackle. I know you're saying that Spider-Man One was like the best Spider-Man, and the proof is in the numbers. Okay, it's still the highest grossing film that they've made for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's just so difficult to like capture this character. I think this one so far is gonna do the best job at portraying Spider-Man. Spider senses. So, what do you mean? So it's one of his major things as being Spider-Man. Now look, we know everyone alters stories. Disney's famous for that, but this is an origin story. Yeah. You expect him to know what he's doing, when he's doing it all the time just now? It's his key component in yeah. being Spider-Man. Other than his strength, the spider senses is what makes him a Spider-Man. He's discovering everything he has so far. Uh-huh. You don't discover everything, like all your superhero abilities, like right away. There's no nothing to discover. It is uh, animal instinct. I don't think so. I think it would be something that develops over time. In this film, he's not relying on all of his spider abilities. Like, mm-hmm. he is using them, but he's using a lot of Stark tech in this movie. Right. I have an issue with that. Because it just becomes mini Iron Man. So? Wrong person to talk to. Mario. Go ahead. It's a mini Iron Man with all this tech. I know. <laughs> I don't really know how much further to go into that, but the truth is Peter Parker delved in science. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So why And he's an Iron Man fan. What's your point? That if he gets a chance to work with Tony Stark, he's going to do it. And this mm-hmm. goes all the way back to Iron Man 2. Oh, no. That's another twist thing that they're trying to crowbar you know what so it works look hey when that child no was in front of him and he that was not and he's like hey nice work it look if you look at the timeline of the films to when homecoming is is out Uh the timeline fits so not only is this fan theory just proven just because of the timeline it's, itself. It's, you can't say if Kevin fans, Feige, no. president of Marvel, oh, once again, has told no. Tom Holland no. the current Obviously, Spider-Man. You can't rely on this the guy. The current Spider-Man. No. Yes, that is Peter Parker in Iron Man 2. Okay, look. We're not going to have this fight again. It was Stan Lee before. Now it's Peter Parker. Why are you fighting the people that are making the damn he didn't movies? Make it. Hey, look at he's his anger. Just, I love all it. he's doing is going, yeah, you know what? This this kind of this kind of works. Let's go for it, uh, guys. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you get this angry when they changed Diana's origin story in Wonder Woman? It is the most beautiful story ever. Just like Iron Man and Spider Man. Yeah, very beautiful love story between yes, those two. Yes, it is. Yes, exactly. It's like a father figure. Sure. Like a father figure. Peter Parker doesn't have a father. He lives with his Aunt May. Sure. And so Tony Stark. Has become his father figure. Mm. And who better than a billionaire that's going to give you awesome toys to play with? <laughs> Makes me think of George Meeting Michael's song, adjourned. First of all, this meeting what? is not adjourned. Just because you clowns were arguing back and forth at each other doesn't mean thank, I don't get my piece. Thank you for agreeing with me, Mario. 
Now, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to say that. Look, Peter Parker was a young man who met Tony Stark in Iron Man 2, according to the new like Marvel heads, and I think that's adorable. Baloney. But Spider-Man's been around way longer than that, and nowhere in the origin or creation of Spider-Man does it say, oh, and he's going to be a fan of Iron Man and Tony Stark. You don't know that. You're right, I don't. But there is documents in comic books, and it never occurred. But what if it just wasn't written? There's plenty of stories then it doesn't that exist. Stan Lee and no. Jack Kirby maybe thought of and just didn't put in there because they thought, you know what, if Javier reads this, he's just not going to get it. <laughs> exactly. And so they just didn't put it in. <laughs> sure. I hate this easy fan theories. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it was, guys. Yeah. I hate oh, no, it man. so much. The timeline fits. The timeline Stark fits. Expo. Look, just Tiny because, Peter Parker. Just because there are some smart fans can do math doesn't make the, the origins true. Doesn't make this little kid actually Spider-Man. It's been confirmed. President of Marvel. No, it's not a confirmation. It is uh, easy yes. You're just mad because they confirmed it as true and you didn't want it to be true. It's It, it, it can't be true. But it is. It's cop out. But it is. Hmm. You disappoint me sometimes. You disappoint me every day. <laughs> you need to make better decisions. <laughs> Spider-Man. Anyways, my point was, jump me way back to the original argument sure. before you guys got out of control. Yeah. Regardless of like what you're trying to like dispute there, I stand by it. This is an origin story. You are barely discovering all of your abilities and the things you kind of just have to accept happened. You know, like you're not going to figure it out all at once. This also isn't going to be the only Spider-Man Homecoming movie that's going to happen. They're already working on a sequel, I believe. Mm-hmm. So how do you know he's not going to discover something like a Spidey sense then? I haven't watched the movie. I don't know if he does in this one. Mm-hmm. But I think what the what the trailer shows is very fitting. That Tony Stark is the biological father? No. Oh. Everything else just kind of around them. At the same... Look, imagine that, okay? Imagine, like, having sure. to worry about typical things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, crushes, studies, finals, friends, your job, and then to discover that you have this, like, superhuman ability. You get the chance to work with, like, a hero you've had since you were a kid. Right. And you're balancing all this out while keeping a secret. I think that movie, based on the trailer, does an incredible job of showing you this, like, confusion that was Peter Parker's life. So before saying, finding that balance, before finding himself. So you're saying Spider-Boy is going to go through puberty before he becomes Spider-Man. And that would actually be great. Because that's a lot closer to the original Spider-Man comics than the previous versions of Spider-Man that we've seen. This one's... I So far, from what I've seen in the trailers, this one's I feel, is the best one. Because all the other ones... Peter Parker was more concerned with being a superhero. And in this version, he's more concerned with being a teenager and the problems that come along with being a teenager. Absolutely. It's just that's exactly what it is. Yeah, he's still Spider-Man and he has to deal with all of this stuff, too. But how does he keep that balance to keep the world that he already knew, knowing that he's still Peter Parker, that he's still doing all of this other stuff? I think the focus on that in this movie is brilliantly executed. Because every other Spider-Man movie that we've seen before this, we know this, like, confident, like, hero that already knows who he is. No, I'd like to Toby, see this. Tobey Maguire did a good job. Okay, look. 
you may say that, okay? But I'm going to go back to that fight scene I was telling you about earlier, the one uh-huh. where you make a cameo. Uh-huh. Okay? I remember. Like you said, in that scene, his spidey sense just comes naturally to him. Everything goes slow, and he knows how to dodge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I know it's supposed to be second nature to a spider, mm-hmm. but he was a human long before he had this spider ability in him. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this is something he still needed to discover. It wasn't something that should have come as second nature to him. In your human world, yeah. Yes, and that's what I'm trying to tell you, that this, like, Marvel's doing a brilliant job of making these heroes come into the world that we know. Mm -hmm. They're doing an amazing job of making it look that way. The Hulk was just the Hulk. Because he's the Hulk. You can't really humanize the Hulk. The only thing you can do is in his human form, if you get him mad, get out of the way. (laughs) That's just who he is. My point is... He's a he has spider DNA. So now that he has spider DNA, there shouldn't be any sort of growth, you know, growing pains. There should be because I can understand what you're trying to say about it coming as second nature to a spider. Mm-hmm. But Peter Parker's not a spider. Mm-hmm. He was a human and he's still a human and he grew up as a human. What, what was he, like 18 or 19 when he got bitten by that radioactive spider? Just 18 years go by where you're accustomed to a certain thing, and now you have to adapt to something new. Mm-hmm. It's not just changing. He, you know, he didn't become a spider just because he got bitten by one. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be wrong? How? Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> you guys are just angry that I'm right. No. You know what I'm angry about? That you, I'm right. I no, know. that you agree with uh, Mr. Uh, I'll, I'll say whatever the fans say. That's what ticks me off. Uh, he's the president of Marvel. I think he's got some authority. No. No. Now, when you are the president of Marvel uh-huh. and you make those calls, uh-huh. I will believe you. Mm. But until that day I'm happens. I'm going to have to make that happen. I'm going to believe Kevin Feige. Mm. But I think we can all agree that we believe that Spider-Man is going to hit that billion-dollar mark. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, I hope I get a chance to watch this one before the Red Box. Because I think this one warrants actually going to the mm. theater to actually I agree. watch it. I agree. I think this movie is good enough to go watch it in the theater. What? I say Pocketeer Movie Meetup. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's only good enough for him to watch because Iron Man's in it. Oh, if Iron Man right. had not been in this movie at all, right. he would have been like, oh, I'm going to wait for the Red Box. Right. You know who should have been his uh, mm. uh, mentor? Should It should have been the Hulk. He is a scientist, and it could have helped him out with all this stuff. But whatever. Just That's just me. Isn't the Hulk a little busy right now? I don't know. I don't think he's doing anything. I think he's very busy trying to fight Thor. Yeah, I think so. Is he, though? Yeah. He's fighting Thor, dude. He knows him from work. No, that's just a alien <laughs> duplicate. No, that that's the Hulk. It's not the Hulk. You don't know that. Uh, I know that. Are you Kevin Feige? <sighs> Kevin Feige. Never say his name. Never. You just you need to stop. You never okay? say his name. Again. Kevin Feige is awesome. <sighs> Kevin Feige, come on the podcast. I swear I will fire Javier. If he comes on here, I'll walk away. That is awesome. <laughs> You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> Kevin Feige, please come on the podcast. I will stand up and give him my chair. So, yeah. So, I'm sorry that you're angry that 
Peter Parker has developed an amazing relationship with Tony Stark and that he's getting all sorts of really cool tech for the spider costume. Mm-hmm. And, I hate um, all the tech, man. I really don't. Uh, I don't. I think it makes the movie a lot more exciting. I think it brings Spider-Man into the MCU in a way that fits all mm-hmm. the other characters, considering how they've updated all of the characters in small ways to fit the new, you know, the MCU versions of them. And uh, I think it's a really great addition. Now, the question stands. Now, when you said it, I did start thinking about it. Would I have seen this at the theater if Iron Man wasn't in it? Mm -hmm. The answer to that is I would have seen it if it was Marvel branded and not Sony branded. Regardless of whether Iron Man was in it. Because I know that Marvel Studios is doing so much better with the characters than Sony could ever do. So because of that, mm-hmm. had it just been Spider-Man Homecoming, no Iron Man at all, mm-hmm. but it was Marvel Studios, yes, I would have seen it at the theater. I'm trying to think back because I don't know if I believe you. Are there any other like Marvel movies that you just kind of let pass? You saw Civil War. Terrible. Well, I didn't get a chance to see Volume 2 of Guardians, but that wasn't because I didn't want to. I mean, there's been a couple that I haven't had a chance to go see, not because I don't want to, but because either time or like money has not allowed me to go. Fair, but you can wait for that one on the Redbox. First ever 4K uh, Blu-ray. I've had no choice <laughs> but to wait for it because some theaters don't have it anymore. You can wait. It's not that great. Uh, I think it's amazing because it's got Marvel written all over it. <laughs> and Kevin Feige said. <laughs> I, I I will ask you to ban that name on, on this podcast. That's not going to happen. I understand your frustration. I understand your disappointment. But it doesn't have to be this thing where it's like you're so upset about the fact that they changed storyline. People are doing it all the time now. And it mm-hmm. does make for an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't true, Once Upon a Time wouldn't exist. Yeah, Look at how they spin all these stories. Right. And it makes for a really entertaining show. Is it still good? Yeah. I thought it was uh, a terrible uh, choice of going with like a whole Frozen idea. Well, I can admit Frozen's one I kind of like <laughs> stepped away for a bit. But uh, again, it's all about how they kind of spin these things. Sure. It's how they twist these stories. It's how they make these characters relate to mm-hmm. each other. It puts them all on the same platform. And it's kind of interesting how they put it together. That's what you kind of tune in to see, mm-hmm. how people got creative and mixed these worlds. Mm-hmm. And that applies to the Marvel Universe now as well. Okay. I just don't know if I'm completely on board with him not having the spider senses. I just feel like, think of another superhero that's an actual superhero, not a rich man who created his robot suit, but that actually has superpowers and remove one of his abilities i'm kind of not with that especially if it's something that's been very common in in the comic books but how do you know they removed it and it's no, not I don't. something that's going to come in in the next one no i don't i don't even I'm like not here's even... here's what i think okay right now he's relying on stark tech mm-hmm. okay he just figured out that he's got these amazing abilities that he can crawl on walls and all sorts of cool stuff and then tony stark comes in and gives him all this cool tech and all of a sudden He's relying on this cool tech to get him through something. Mm-hmm. But in the next movie, in either Infinity War or in Homecoming 2, what if 
the Stark tech fails for some reason, and all of a sudden, boom, Spidey sense kicks in. Mm-hmm. What if they're just waiting for that like perfect moment to introduce it? Yeah, maybe. Here, let me put on another platform that you would understand. You all were right. a fan of Smallville, were you not? Uh, yeah. Did Clark Kent have all of his powers in episode one? No. Or did he discover them as the show progressed? As the show progressed. There you go. It's but the same thing. It's an it origin though? story. Uh, again, I, I don't agree with it because unlike Clark Kent, he is going through this puberty. Okay? Spider-Man. And what if part of puberty is developing Spider-Sense? But that's, again, I'm going back to the whole instinct thing. It should have been an instinct to have Spidey senses. Um, have you ever been a damn spider before? Uh, maybe once. Did your instinct kick in? Um, no, exactly. Yes. Meeting adjourned. It did. Like your argument Meeting is adjourned. not valid here, Javier, because regardless, I'm I'm taking it back to the whole Smallville thing. Okay, okay go for it. It doesn't matter if Clark Kent was raised as a human boy. He was always Kal El mm-hmm. from Krypton. Mm-hmm. These powers were always in him. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know they were there yet until he had to figure it out little by little. It came to everything he had to do. Laser vision, x-ray vision, freezing, running fast, flying. Right. Ultimately, it came down to that one. But this is stuff he always had in him. It should have been his instinct because it was where he came from. No, I disagree. Because I think even in in, in his own planet, it, this was all puberty. Hold on. You guys are arguing about the Spidey Sense thing. Neither one of us has seen the movie, so how do no, we know yeah. there actually isn't Spidey Sense in this movie? I have movie? no idea. Who even brought it up? You did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you listening to me? I'm falling asleep over here. <laughs> And his phone is broken. We're having a whole That's conversation. That's why he's falling asleep because he can't be on his phone right now. We're, yeah, ha- we're, we're having a full-on conversation of uh, 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 something I probably dreamt. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we talk to you? I don't even know if I'm really here. <laughs> Ooh. Ghost now? <laughs> Ghost, Javi. <laughs> well, that's the last time we listen to you. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not throwing facts. I'm throwing... I don't know. Dreams. I don't know what I had. It's ridiculous. Man, you guys feel dumb. <laughs> For listening to you? Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I do. Just to, uh, I despise myself just a little uh, bit right now. We didn't learn our lesson after the whole like La Brea Tar Pits and Griffith Park <laughs> thing from last week. And then we let him talk again this yeah, week. Yeah, what's it's wrong like, with you? You know what? Guys. Shame on us. What is wrong Shame with you? Shame on us. Yes. That was pretty bad. Oh, man. I don't respect you guys. <laughs> you know what? I don't respect you either. <laughs> Meeting adjourned. <laughs> All right. Well, let's quickly touch on something that we talked about last episode, and that was La Brea the, Tar Pits. Yes, the La Brea Tar you know, Pits. You're not allowed to talk anymore. You know, there's still. How do I? Let me shut off out? his mic. Let me shut yeah, off his please mic. Do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we want to talk a little bit about the whole redhead on the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, controversy. Do we want to call it controversy? Topic. Updates yes. that are happening uh, in the park. Uh, I want to send a quick shout out uh, to Christina. 
uh, Christina is an awesome artist. If you guys aren't following her on Instagram, she is at Sakura underscore Christina. She's got some really great artwork. Uh, she left a comment that I it completely skipped my mind when we were talking about the topic. So remember I, I told you guys about the painting, about the redhead, mm-hmm. right. and how There's she was kind of already a pirate. a pirate and stuff like that? Sure. So let me read Christina's comment because she actually adds to that part of the conversation. She said, the Mark Davis painting that you discuss is called Portrait of Things to Come, which is ultimately Ooh. meant to show the future of the redhead, as those opening skeleton scenes represent the future, while the live pirate scenes represent the past. I kind of like that subtle, almost hidden connection between the painting and the bright auction. This update makes the painting much more blatant, but I'm still in favor of the change. One, thank you, Christina, because it completely skipped my mind that uh, it actually had that title. That was awesome. It wasn't until I read the comment that I remembered that fact. Like when we were talking about it, uh, I knew Mark Davis painted it and I knew, you know, about it, but I completely forgot what it was called. Uh, That would have been useful last week. And it's still useful today. It is. (laughs) It's knowledge is power, Javier. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Uh, so I just want to thank Christina for leaving that comment. And, uh, you know, there's there's been more backlash on the fact that they're changing the redhead scene uh, to the point where there's a change.org petition. Are you right kidding? Now. Yeah, there is a petition uh, to Wait, save the redhead. Where do I sign? So generally, I don't know if you guys know, but generally uh, – they want to see 25,000 signatures mm-hmm. on a petition in order for it to move forward and, and do anything. To be right? taken seriously. To be taken seriously, exactly. And as of the recording of this episode, mm-hmm. there are currently 35,584 people that have signed the petition. Really? Now, of those people, mm-hmm. we don't know if any of them are junk accounts or like repeat accounts where people have multiple emails and, you know, they've you know, put their name in there several Mm, times. mm -hmm. So we don't know what the actual number, but as far as how many people it says on the change.org petition, it's 35 and a half at this point. And I totally understand it. You know, we talked about it last week. There are a lot of people that are upset about this change, but if Disney already has plans, like we talked about last week to move forward, change the scene And again, who knows if they're going to put a movie or something else forward that's going to coincide with that change. I don't think this petition is going to change anything. It's definitely not. Javier, do me a favor. How many signatures do we have on our petition to stop petitions? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I checked that. It's you two. Oh, Uh, man. Getting closer. You know what? (laughs) We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. All right. (laughs) We're that much closer. Ladies and gentlemen, please. Okay, what is the name of this petition, by the way? <laughs> it's called We Wants to Keep the Redhead. You guys know you get to keep the redhead, right? Like, it's just a different character. Wait, she's going away? No! Completely? <laughs> and see, that's the thing. I mean, when Disney sees these petitions, uh, you know, I guess it really depends on what it is people are petitioning. You know, Absolutely. if they're changing the ride... Because there's a larger scope. And look, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying I'm looking at the facts, right? If they have a plan in place for this change, they're going to go through with it regardless of how many people sign this petition. Mm -hmm. And we've seen this before. Like we saw it with Beauty and the Beast. People were petitioning to remove scenes that were in the film. 
We've seen it with boycotts of series that we really enjoy, like Gravity Falls. Mm -hmm. How many Gravity Falls fans came out and signed petitions to keep Gravity Falls on the Mm -hmm. air? And it just didn't happen. Why? Because in part, Alex Hirsch says, I'm done. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to continue doing this. And so if there is a plan in place for something, there's not a lot to change it. Like, I get how some of these petitions will bring back certain series for a final episode just for closure or a final season. But it seems to work more when something doesn't have a plan, when all of a sudden it just went away without a plan. And like Mario said last week, Disney doesn't do these things without a plan in place. Mm -hmm. You know, so if they're making this change is because something bigger is coming. We may not see it as it's happening, but something bigger is coming. And I mean, um, we... unlike the head of Marvel that just goes with the flow with whatever changes the fan <laughs> theories happen. No, he's had everything planned. Mm. Kevin Feige always Shh. has everything planned. You're not speaking of Kevin Feige. <laughs> I'm going to call this episode Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're saying, Mario? Well, first and foremost, I have a challenge for you now. For me. Just because you're making it seem like it's so easy for someone to just throw a coincidence together. Uh-huh. I want you to recreate the entire Marvel like cinema platform right now. Create a completely different storyline that's not the original comic books nor the one that Marvel's doing right now. Uh-huh. And see if you can have it make sense in one week. Uh-huh. We'll come back to you next week to find out if you've done this easy. and accomplished it well. Easy. Okay? Because apparently it's that easy to do. Easy. Okay? A- ask listeners to help you if you need to. <laughs> uh, back to what Hazen was talking about. Looking at this from just a different perspective as well, okay? Look, I'm all for people being an advocate for change. You and I may not have, like, similar interests, things in common sometimes, things that we agree upon, but by all means, voice your opinion. That's always been the way I am. If I'm wrong about something, let me know. If you have a different opinion about something, let me know. And that's what these petitions do. Mario, you're wrong. But it's true. But that happens a lot. (laughs) But... My take on this is I could understand creating a petition if Disney decided to turn this into something offensive or vulgar or disrespectful in any sense. I could see this petition coming into place to get that to stop, and that doesn't seem to be the case with this. If anything, like I said last week, it's making history. It's a little more respective of our current time frame. It's historically accurate. Why not make this change? What do you think Kevin Feige would have to say? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Kevin Feige was, would be like, we always had that plan going forward anyway. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Kevin Feige would say, yes, Iron Man was always part of that scene. Uh-huh. Exactly. He was in there right there in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Meeting adjourned. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh-uh. Good when just, comeback. When it, when it just comes <laughs> when it comes down to it, like I think you guys aren't really down for everything becoming pc right no of course not okay that's what i feel like this is just another thing that's become pc well again i mean you know we talked about it last week and now you guys have heard about the petition we're gonna throw up a link to the petition if you guys feel like you guys want to sign it and be a part of your voice being heard in that way and if you think it's going to work or not work, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about the petition now. Do you guys think it'll actually change Disney's mind? Or do you think it's so far in at this point that they already have a plan and that this petition, regardless of how many people sign it, 
is not going to make a change. If it does, I am starting a petition to bring back the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Mm. You guys are signing it, right? Here's the difference. No. Here's the difference. What? Uh, that has already been changed. It's done. Gotta change it back, though. No, then that's a different petition. Do you want a petition about changing it back, then? You gotta scrape all the stuff off the walls. Mm. Just hose it down? Yeah. yeah. Bring back easy. the buzzing sign. It's not that easy, and I hate to break it to you, but this is far superior. Wow. Those are some fighting words right there. Did you? I I did. I'm not even going to let you finish the sentence. I said it. Mm. Mario, sit down, bro. Because okay. quite frankly, the one in Florida was the superior version of the two that existed. And so if we're keeping that one, it's fine that we change this one. And of the two in California Adventure, this is the superior version. I said it. Interesting. I'm not going to lie. You hurt my feelings a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before I continue hurting Mario's feelings... <laughs> I think it's time to call it an episode. Can you do me a favor and throw up uh, the petition of no more petitions? Yes, please. Yeah, totally. Thank you. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Get... I'm not going to do that. Yeah, totally. We need more than two votes. I think so. Yeah. Three? It doesn't exist. Four? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Kevin Feige would sign it. Oh. All right. It well. depends. Is there a fan theory already existing? <laughs> Or yeah. he's just gonna be like, oh yeah, that's 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 that was the theory all along. Well, that's the easiest thing to do. Why wouldn't he do it? Mm, it is easy for him. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Easy. He could do whatever he wants. He's president of Marvel. Mm. It's true. When you're president of Marvel, mm-hmm. you make decisions. Yeah, yeah. it's true. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, huh? he's changing president the, of Marvel. Changing the name to DC. <laughs> and that's why you would never be president of Marvel. Why would? Because you, you that? make. Dumb decisions like that. <laughs> Why would you do that? You don't even know those characters' origin storylines. <laughs> I'm so sick of the retelling of Spider-Man. Okay, we got it. We got do it all over again. I'll even I'll even kind of talk about Batman. I'm kind of tired of always hearing the same story about, you know, his parents and whatever happened. I feel this is the same thing starting all over again with Spider-Man. It's like, okay, we got it. I know. Ah, but it's starting over in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Out of curiosity, Javier, what does DC stand for? What does DC stand for? Yeah, since you're such a hardcore fan and want to change names and stuff. Out of curiosity, what does DC stand for? Detective Comics. Oh, my God. He knew it. (laughs) But here's the redundant part. It's called DC Comics. So it's Detective, Detective Comics. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to change that first? So it's just uh, you know DC what? instead of DCC? As the president, absolutely. Interesting. It's, I'm going to drop the second comic. You so know what? It's just going to be DC. I, <laughs> I'm i surprised he knew it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised he knew it. <laughs> I love how you guys were like sitting back like, he won't know. He won't I know. didn't think you would. <laughs> how, what, how do you know? Does it say it at the beginning of Wonder Woman? <laughs> Does it say Detective Comics? At the very end, uh, where... Uh, what's it called? The credits? Thank you. At the very end, at the credits, mm-hmm. it, it says Detective Comics. Comics. <laughs> so it says Detective Comics Comics. <laughs> 
Oh, Javier. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Kevin Feige. Stop it. Uh, what? What? I didn't say anything wrong. Mm, you did. I didn't say anything wrong. But if you guys have nothing else to say, I think it's time to wrap up the episode. All right. Let's do this. Time to go to sleep. <laughs> uh, so before we wrap up the episode, I want to remind you guys that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you guys. Like you guys good. listening right now. Like me? Like you. You and the hat. And you and the glasses. <laughs> yeah, we're talking to you. Nice. The Listeners mustache. just like you. Oh, it's a mustache. Nice stash, by the way. Dude. Uh, nice. You put wax in that because that looks great. <laughs> if you guys want to be one of what we call our fairy godparents, you can either go to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo or go to patreon.com slash podcateers. All the information that you need is going to be there. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become one of our fairy godparents. Uh, I'm going to be sending out a message soon to the fairy godparents. So if you're already signed up with Patreon, uh, you're going to be receiving a message through there. We're going to be planning our next meetup. It is going to be a bowling meetup. We're probably going to do it in August. You know, that way anybody that had to go to D23 and everything, you know, has mm. some breathing space. <laughs> uh, but it's going to be super fun. Uh, we're going to do the bowling meetup. And I am going to have something special for the fairy godparents. Beautiful. So anyone that attends is going to get something special that day. And anyone that can't attend because they are out of town. Out of luck. I'm just going to mail it to you. No, they're not out of (laughs) luck. Out of town, out of luck. (laughs) Javier at podcateers.com for all your complaining needs. Uh, another great way to help us out is if you shop on Amazon. Amazon. Before your next purchase, head over to podcasters.com slash Amazon, Amazon first. And going through our link on that page tells Amazon that you want to kick us down with a small Amazon. commission. Why are you saying it like that? I think it's getting slower every time you say it. I know. It's just weird. <laughs> Uh, it just tells Amazon that you want to kick us down with a small commission. Amazon. You just need to go to sleep. <laughs> it tells AMZ that you want to give us a small commission Amazon. from you. I didn't even say the word. Say what word? Exactly. I didn't even say it. Uh, that you want to give us a small commission from your next purchase as a thank you for going through our link. So to everyone that's already doing that, we just want to say thank you for the additional support. If you guys want to find us on any of the social networks, just search for Podcateers. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. That was a delayed reaction and, quite frankly, scary. Are you okay? No. You sound like a whale in heat. I'm, I'm without my phone. I need sleep. I have a long drive. Well, then let's wrap this up. All right, let's do this. Let's wrap this up. So until next week, (laughs) here's to beer shoes and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Peace out. Take care. I seriously want a newspaper and just bop them in the head. President of Marvel. Confirmer of fan theories. Just so you know, that actually is what it says on his business card. Confirmer of fan theories. Confirmer of easiness. Kevin Feige! No!